Okay, so I just finished up this podcast with Cass G. Cass G is a boss, essentially. She is uh, a promoter, a local concert promoter, a writer, a curator, someone that does a lot of work or had did a lot of work for Hip Hop Canada, um, is also a writer for Exclaim Mag, uh, someone that's like super, super passionate, and she's a firecracker. Like, we had fun. Like she, she gets in her vibe and she just kind of goes. And so I had fun just kind of looking at it from afar and engaging and letting her bounce her thoughts off me a little bit. But uh, she was a hell of a good time and she's all over social media. So if you repost this or if you take this screen record, put it on your IG story, like she'll comment, she'll repost you, da, 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 da. One of the ones that I really could just sit back and be on cruise control because she was just so good. She's just a natural. Also, she's also someone that has interviewed a lot of people and understands conversation. Like she knows. So check that out for sure. And if you don't know already, go like, comment, subscribe, Think Space Podcast. You can get us on iTunes, the podcast app, Spotify, uh, Google Play, YouTube. If you want to watch it, put it on a big screen. My face is pretty pretty. Get me up there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, go like, comment, subscribe. Give us that review. If you see us on IG, double tap that, right? Little low comment. I'll hit you up. Think Space Podcast. Good night, whenever you listen to this. Uh, welcome back to the, the Think Six podcast. I am sitting down with Cassandra. Cassandra, how the f- do you sp- <laughs> say, say your last name? Um, it's Italian, so you say it Guagliardi. You could Guagliardi. Yeah, Guagliardi. The, the second G is silent. Okay. Get okay. I get I razzed do. for that quite a bit. People all the time. Yeah. Word. I like that. Um, writer, promoter, digital marketer. Um, hip hop enthusiast, urban enthusiast. What am I? You know, I don't know. I don't you, know. I'll walk you, your dog if you need. I'm, I'm a hustler. I like. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. What's your uh, dog walking uh, <laughs> per hour? What's your rate? Make me an offer. Yeah, 50, yeah. 60. We'll yeah. see. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. I like it. Depends um, how good your dog is. So, what do you? Um, obviously, I gotta. I gotta admit, from our standpoint, and I'm ashamed of this, honestly. We're, you know, to the listener's point of view, we're actually 11 or 12 episodes deep right now. You're only our second female guest. Yeah, I heard. Brutal. Yeah. Um, so listeners, guys that are actually out there, if you know some amazing women, please, like, send us their profiles, their names, their numbers if they want to be involved. Like, I certainly do. Please. I'll, I can make you a list right please now. Please make me, a, like, Ashley, we'll, we'll have that conversation. I, like, I'm actively searching and you know a lot of people feel kind of like intimidated or whatever like it i don't know maybe you struggle with that a little bit as a because you're you're out here doing all of these interviews and all these conversations and you're you're you know promoting and doing all these festivals or whatever so you have all these exchanges do you ever find that a little bit i don't want to say awkward with the opposite sex but there's always like an added dynamic maybe am i tripping uh like in what respect just in the respect of like there's always a degree of separation, I feel. Or maybe that's just me in my youth, where it's like, if 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 a guy walks in or if, if a girl is having another conversation with a girl, it's almost as you have some sort of like kind of mutual understanding where you can understand each other a little bit better. And then when you're sitting across the, the table with someone else, until you break down the barriers a little bit, um, it's kind of like, well... Like, I get what he's saying, but what is he really saying, right? Like, do you ever find that at all? Sometimes. I think... Uh 
you know, not to be like underly feminist. Yeah, all if that's with a it. word. It's all good. Um, I sort of just, I, it's people to people. You know what I mean? There's really word. like we just met. I think we're gonna have a great conversation. Dope. You know, the next the next guy that I meet, it could it could be a very awkward exchange. Totally. The next female I meet could be a even more awkward exchange. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I just try to go person to person. Definitely. I mean, there obviously are there are times in the industry where. You know, especially in the music industry, well, as yeah. a female, you get looked at like you're an assistant, you're a groupie, or you're someone I don't need to pay attention to. So I, you know, you're quite disregarded yeah, at times. Yeah. Um, for me, I try to make my presence sort of felt and known, though. For sure. Like I just do my part, you know. Like I'm fucking here, and <laughs> well, I'm a woman, and you're gonna, you're yeah, in the room. and you're gonna, yeah. and you're gonna kind of like you know either respect me or you're not but you're gonna know where i stand yeah fuck yeah, yeah. so I, I go person to person oh, like so many guys are intimidated by that yeah so I mean, funny that's okay that's okay <sighs> you can be okay? intimidated by a strong woman i think that i think that's i think that shows you know okay your, sure, your strength maybe a little bit maybe but a lot of guys are like oh you know i want a strong independent woman that does her own thing and isn't and you know essentially is independent or ma- makes her own money or has her own opinions on stuff and then as soon as that woman comes into their life they're like whoa yeah she's just outlandish i can't yeah. i can't can't, I can't control her i don't know what to do i don't know what to say she always has her own thoughts i just yeah. can't do anything about it and i'm like well that's what you're always you know preaching for and it goes the same same yeah. way it goes both ways or whatever yeah. but um so let me break it down like break it down for everybody what do you do on a day-to-day basis i you know i do you do i do my research and uh, we talk to the family and all these like same connections the same family and uh same industry and i still i'm like okay i'm trying to figure out where this where your mind is at and, and what you're really thinking about every day weekly monthly like well, what do you do um okay so my nine to five uh i work for timber concerts okay just concert promotion right um, it's a company that's been around for 30 plus years. Mm-hmm. It's a family run company, um, super small team. Um, you know, I'm a little bit of like a youngin, I suppose, in the family, okay. in the timber family. Um, I'm a little bit newer to like the office scenario. Mm. I'm a little bit more alternative than everybody else. So everyone's everyone's really geared around like rock and roll, folk, oh. you know, um indie rock, like that type of even punk, metal. I they do a lot of those shows. Um so I'm really super hip hop and mm-hmm. super R and B. Obviously. Yeah, um and Timber books a lot of really great hip hop and R and B. Um yeah. So I so just that's kind nine of to five, put, yeah. Yeah, so that's my nine to five. Um and then on the side I am a writer. Mm-hmm. I dabble a little bit in concert photography. Um, I love that world. Dabble, yeah. dabble. Yeah, like I, I, dabble. I try to do. I try to do I everything. Wine. Yeah, blog writer, editor of an online publication, yeah. um, digital marketing, like we were speaking about earlier. Um, I'm. Yeah, I just want to be self sufficient. I love it. Yeah, I, I want to be it. able to like go to sleep at night and think like you know if I didn't have to depend on anybody and I only had to depend on myself like I could still pay my rent and I could still have my own connections and yeah. you know follow my dreams and in, in some yeah in some perspective um you can hold your hold your own you're self-hired yeah hey there you Whoops. go <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah no for sure i think that's that's a huge accomplishment in itself I, you know we just had martini on as you know as you know everyone every, all the listeners know and that was his one of his huge points was like you know i'm like hey like martini at the other day when you sit down 
you know, what are you proud of? You've done so much stuff. He's like, I'm just proud that I can take all the stuff that I like and actually make, you know, I can build my own schedule and I can take all the shit that I'm truly, truly interested in and then, you know, make a living off of that independently. Yeah. That's amazing, right? It is. We spend so much time, I think, for me in my younger years, like teens into throughout my 20s, uh, doing like what I thought I should do, doing what I went to school for, And then taking my passion and and doing that part time. Mm-hmm. So the closer I got to the end of my twenties, I realized that I should be switching those things. You know, like I should be making a career out of the stuff that I'm passionate about, and then you know making a little money on the side with the stuff that I went to school for. That's hilarious. Yeah. What made you? Okay. First off, what did you go to school for? Um, I went to school for hairdressing. What? Yeah. So oh. for a number of years, uh, I was a hairstylist at high end salons. And I can't see it. I don't know. I know. I and now I wear tracksuits every day. I'm like, uh, but I used to wear dresses every day, hair done every day, makeup done every day. Um, you know, blow drying West Fan housewives <laughs> for $75 an hour, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And it was, it was not me. Mm-hmm. Um, what I found was people didn't really, they didn't come to me for my skills. They came to me for my personality. They came to me because I would I was interesting. I had things that I was doing on the weekends. I was writing. Um, I was the online um, West Coast editor for Hip Hop Canada at the time. Mm. So you know, huge publication. It sounds really nice when you're telling people like, "Oh wow, that's great. Hip-hop what Canada? is that? Yeah. yeah." Plus, no one knows what hip like. Th- they have no idea what the actual. Totally. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, you get to go to concerts yeah. all the time for free, yeah. and then you write about them, and your name is published online. That's, amazing. that's really cool." Yeah. So pe- I just found that people were like you know, more interested in kind of my, like my personality and the things that I did rather than my skills. If, if that <laughs> you know, makes any sense. Your hair here. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did I, how was that blow dry though? Yeah. Like, um, I like, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, 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 for sure. So you capitalize off that a little bit. I get it for sure. What made you switch? Yeah. What um, was that switch there? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like there's yeah. no reason to not get paid off of what you're good at. Yeah. Right. Well, but you said you went a different route for yeah, a couple of years. I think the universe sometimes forces you out of your comfort zone so of course like yeah wouldn't it have been amazing you know from the time I realized I was into music um that I had a job already set up for me and it was easy to get um that wasn't the case I was I went to school for hairstylist to be a hairstylist um I was a writer on the side I became more and more involved in the hip-hop community in Vancouver especially the local scene right you know I tried to throw shows and I tried to do um you know this type of thing Kevin was involved as well um at the time we we did we did we experimented we did a ton of stuff I did a ton of stuff with a, a lot of different people that were in the industry and um you know whatever like projects small projects and uh yeah, the salon that I worked for closed down. So I had to move to another salon. Mm-hmm. Two years later, that salon closed down. Crazy. So I was like, this is not, like, I'm not going to take my clients and move them to another place. And it's like starting from the bottom. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're, you're like forcing your clients to like follow you. Like you're begging people. And I'm like, why am I begging people that I don't even particularly like Enjoy. connect with? Yeah. yeah like. I don't, this is not for me anymore. Yeah. So um, I did the opposite. I mm-hmm. went, I got myself into more into the music scene and started doing hair one day a week on the side from my apartment. And um, the way I got into the music industry more, I suppose it was, I, I was always a writer. I was always trying to get into shows. I was at every single show I could possibly be at. Right. Um, everybody that would give me a media pass, I was there. I was either writing about it. I was taking photos. 
Um, I was bugging artists for interviews after the after the show. You Love know, it. I was trying to be, I was trying to be somebody. Um, right. And then I started working for a company called the Alexander. Okay, I'm not familiar. Yeah, it's a, it was a nightclub. Okay. It stood for two and a half years in Gastown. Yeah. We did some really fucking amazing shit there. Okay. But started from the ground up. It was a company that was uh, put together by a group of friends, really close friends. Okay. Um, one of those people being my boss at Timber Concerts. I see. Um, so I got in. I was co-check. I was at the bottom of the barrel. I was in this disgusting room at the bottom of the Alexander in this heritage building in Gastown. And I was working Kochak and I was like, I can't do this. Like, Mm. I need to move up. So from day one, I was like, listen, I need to move up. Like, what can I do? Um, An unfortunate incident happened and one of the the GM um, that was running the place when we first opened, months later, like Mm. two or three months later, passed away. So everybody was up in shambles. It was one of their best friends um it was it was devastating Mm. it was devastating for the community he was he was a you know a figure in the community he was a figure in the actual establishment um so they needed help so i just offered i just like let me do you know social media let me run your website let me you know let me do the things that like you physically can't handle doing right now because you're grieving and they let me Wow. So from there, I just slowly moved up. I moved up to become the assistant general manager of that of that nightclub. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked really, really closely with the with the GM and with the talent buyer, mm-hmm. and we just threw fucking sick shows. Am okay. I allowed to swear? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> no, no problem okay, at yeah. all. Come on, now. this is self hired. Get out of <laughs> yeah. here. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. So we threw really amazing, amazing shows. Um, yeah. yeah. Like if you weren't familiar with the establishment. Well, I'll I'm, from just the, give you, I'm from the island, so like, yeah, yeah, no, and it was, and like I said, it was two and a half years, so it's right. like you had to be here during that time and really know, mm-hmm. otherwise, it just it was a shooting. It was star. there and it was gone. Yeah. yeah, 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 and um, yeah, so we had like off the top of off the top of my head, we did um an ASAP after party, so ASAP Rocky Ooh. came. We did Lil Uzi Vert and Playboy Cardi together for their very first show in Vancouver. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. How do you, how do you make the connection there? That, um, those, that's that's huge that's huge they were right? huge yeah so t- at, at that time timber concerts was a part of booking the alexander i see okay um alongside the talent buyer who was jay swing who we were just yeah. just talking about before the podcast yeah. yeah um so yeah they were we, we we just all worked really closely together and they pulled off these shows that were like so epic sure um majid jordan's very first show ever period what yeah when was this? What year was this? Uh, I guess it was probably 2015. God, they've shelved him. But yeah. yeah. We oh. did Tory Lanes twice in one year, the first year that we were open. Oh my gosh. And oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What? The, okay. amount, the shows that we put into a 350 cap venue yeah. were insane. Unreal. Yeah. And so totally. that was really like, okay, like I'm not going back. Like I don't care what happens. Yeah. Like I need to be in this environment. I need to be a part of something that's moving the Vancouver music scene. Beautiful. I can't just like, I can't just let this, you know, I can't just not be a part of it. Yeah. You can't yeah. sit on the sidelines and just watch people come to the city, then leave. Da, da, right. Da, da. Yeah. How do you feel about it now then? Like you, so you've been in this industry, so to speak, how long? When, when did you really jump into it? Um, I would say 2011. 2011? I, yeah. Maybe a little bit earlier, but 2011 was really when I started actively taking, you know, part in, in the, in the local scene and, and in, the Vancouver, you know, in general. So seven, eight years, right? Roughly, whatever, who, who was counting. How do you feel about where it was and where it is now in 2018 slash coming up 2019 now? Just in terms of 
the city's culture and how artists feel coming through here? Do you feel it's sh- changed, yeah. shifted? What, An like, exponential what's the feel? difference. Yeah? Huge. Okay, please yeah. elaborate. Um, I think I come from a generation that was underneath sort of the Vancouver music team that did a, did a little bit. You know what I mean? They did something. They were, you know perhaps nominated for Junos and they made a little bit of noise in the music industry. And I was underneath that generation. So I didn't, I don't really feel like our, we had mentors. We didn't have anybody in the music industry that set anything up for us. Mm -hmm. We didn't have anybody that was mentoring us to become better than them. We didn't have anybody showing us the way we had no one laying a foundation. Um, So for a lot of years, it was just free for all. Like Mm -hmm. people were just doing what they thought they should do. Right. Um, perhaps it was, you know, I don't want to compare us to Toronto, but perhaps we started to light a fire once Toronto started getting bigger. Getting its moment. Right. And Vancouver became sort of a little bit more, uh, driven to do Mm. something. I don't think it, I don't think that changed anything out here. I just think the drive maybe became a little bit more serious. Mm -hmm. Um, and so within, you know, the past couple of years, I would say two or three years, the new generation of kids are coming out now and they know how to use the fucking internet and they know how to fucking make themselves heard mm-hmm. and they, and they know how to research. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a generation of mistakes before that. Like now these kids have mentors. Right. There's people to bring these people up under, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think we laid the foundation necessarily. I don't think my generation necessarily laid the foundation. Sure. But it's almost like, you know, like a wave, right? So we we couldn't really go too much further down. Yeah. In my and you know <laughs> yeah, like eight years ago, sure. we couldn't really do any less. Like for real, you know. Yeah. No disrespect to any of the artists or promoters or anybody that was doing shit because, yeah. you know, God bless you for making the city fun. What you know when yeah. during that time. Yeah. Um. However, you know, we weren't lifting, we weren't being lifted up and we weren't lifting anybody up because we had no idea what the fuck we were doing. Yeah, you is a free for all. Right. Yeah. Um, now these kids know what the fuck they're doing. Like, mm. they know, they know their sound. They know that they're not trying to copycat the next guy or the, you know, Far the East or, or yeah, the Atlanta not, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. These, these artists that are really going to make a difference in the city have done it on their own mm-hmm. and they've done it also by working together which is like a huge like it's a Barrier. huge change yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a huge change for this city i think um oftentimes you know say seven eight years ago artists who were making noise were making noise over here and over here and they weren't sharing their connections they weren't collaborating bases, yeah yeah they Anything. were they were actively like you know competing against one another so it didn't do anything for the rest of us. Right. You know what I mean? It forced us to sort of choose sides, but it was like, yeah, I don't know. It's like yeah. picking between the fucking, you know, orange and the yellow Starburst. Like, I want the red Starburst. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? It's fucking dumb. It's yeah. dumb. We yeah, don't need to be... Starburst. Yeah. Like, you can enjoy both of these at the same time. Yeah, yeah and they're absolutely. not even the good flavors. So, yeah. <laughs> like, why are you making me choose? Um, Analogy game is on point. I yeah. love it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally feel you for sure. I, I, it's definitely come a long way. I think our sound is 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 exciting now. Like it's, we have a flavor that we can actually like taste and recognize and hear. And be like, oh yeah, that's Vancouver or whatever, right? Totally. And, you know, maybe artists feel a little bit more comfortable coming here. Out of just curiosity, what did you think about the whole Drake situation? Because he went to that casino or whatever. Fortune. Yeah. No, he went. To, yeah, we went. We went to Fortune, right? Did that show yeah. before his one at Rogers? Yeah. And then wasn't there some incident with them at a casino? A casino yeah. What happened there? 
I don't even want to overshadow. First of all, I don't want to overshadow the fact that Drake went to fucking Fortune. That's okay? crazy. This is an establishment I've been going to. They're having their nine, nine year anniversary coming up. Yeah. This is an establishment I went to on day one. Like wow. this is a this is like if you're in this scene, that is so fucking huge. And I only say this because like that was probably one of the biggest moments I feel like for Vancouver in the last like five years. Like Epic. and you know, I'm sorry, Drake, but you rules are rules, baby boy. You know, <laughs> what we got do? rules in Yo, place what did you here. Do? What did you do? He Hold tried up. to he tried to gamble. He tried to gamble with money without um, acknowledging where it came from on paper. Ooh. So BC casinos have a law so that you're not going and laundering money, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that if you mm-hmm. you're gambling with over ten thousand dollars worth of money, you just have to show where it came from. I, I, so either I, put yeah, it into your yeah. bank account, pull it out with a receipt kind of so, uh, yeah. something along those lines but you can't yeah. just come in with a Cash. duffel bag of ten thousand dollars give me the chips totally yeah. um so rules are rules and you know someone just told me today um that they have a friend that works at park not park casino but within the yeah. establishment yeah. and they have a little i don't want to like call this person out or whatever they have a little business within the casino it's a totally separate business it's just in the establishment okay and people found that person online and dragged them no yes so like let's not overshadow the fact that a drake was drake was at fortune and that was so fucking huge and then the news covered the fact that he was pissed off at park casino so i'm actually a little i actually feel a type of way about that crazy because i would have loved to see global news say the headline say drake pulls up to local nightclub totally rather than drake is very upset with park casino you know what i mean it's like okay cool like sure but like the memes were just so good with park yeah you know like it's i reposted (laughs) i I don't i love a good meme yeah no for sure sure. (laughs) i'm not against a good meme but um yeah, yeah. yeah i certainly think the uh the you know headline here is that is that drake was at drake was at fortune didn't didn't have a scheduled performance and just showed wasn't up. paid to Perform. do two songs yeah. came up and like i'm not even saying that because i was this close to him right okay because i was you know you know no just gonna throw let me that just in. slide that in there Anyways. um yeah but it was fucking epic like yeah. if you were there you really felt a, a super charge a of energy yeah. yeah yeah it was insane no, I just I woke up to text messages the next morning, like, "Yo, were you out?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, "No, what?" And he's yeah. like, "Yo, Drake was out last night." I was like, "Drake wasn't out last night." Like, oh yeah, it. I have a close friend, yeah. and um, shout out her because her brother actually owns Fortune. He's one of the owners of Fortune. Big moment. And she texts me like, God. "You bitch, I would have ran if you told me Drake was there." Oh my gosh. I'm telling. She's like, she's telling me like, I would have ran there. Yeah. You didn't Ugh. even text me. I was like, I was saving my battery life, girlfriend. <laughs> I needed to I get, that video. yeah, I needed Instagram stories. Like, oh I needed gosh. sideways videos. Everything. Like, it's not about you. Yeah, um, that's big time. That's yeah. so cool for the city, man. I love to see that. I hope, I hope more more artists will come through and do that. And totally. And you know, another thing we talked about before, uh, actually on the podcast, who uh, I want to say it was Floetic, maybe it was Icy. I apologize, but we were talking about there's no real press run like when you go to like say you're playing at madison square garden where are you gonna go hot 97 right breakfast club totally. there's spots to hit yeah what's your press run in vancouver that as a promoter when you say hey listen we can sell tickets through x x and x yeah yeah is there anything goals like yeah let's do that right yeah 
But like I'm correcting like for sure. Like Virgin Radio is gonna be like, oh, yo, Tory Lanez is in the city, you know, unless it's Bruno Mars. You know, I know what's it's... funny is uh, for Breakout Fest, we actually tried to we we put some advertisements on to Virgin Radio for yeah. the first Breakout Fest, and they told us we won't put Migos in the background because we don't play Migos, and the only Tory Lanez song we play is "Say It," which was his very first hit from yeah, a few radio years hit ago from 2016. And I was like, this is the caliber, no disrespect to Virgin, because do your thing. And, you know, I, I, I think there's some amazing people that work for Virgin as well. Yeah, totally. But that's what we have for urban radio. You know what I mean? And that's so, so disappointing. So what you're talking about is like, you know, wouldn't it be great for us to have a Hot 97 or a Breakfast Club or whatever? Of course. We need we need someone with money to put some respect on our name and our and our city. <laughs> Shut up, Birdman. Yeah. yeah. No, we do. We <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Um Absolutely. Yeah, to have some faith in us, and I think I think we could we could most definitely carry on. Oh man, something absolutely. Of that like level. I, my background's in business, right? So I work in a wealth management firm. So we talk about white space all the time. Like, is there a white space in this industry? Is there like, can we deploy capital here? Yada yada yada. Right, and especially in the urban industry right now, it's like. I'm just looking, and I, the people that I talk to have at this table. I'm like, so wait, 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 let me get this straight, right? Like, there's nothing here, right? Like, like when I look around and I'm trying to find whether that's radio stations or whether that's you know shows or whether that's just like things to do with quote unquote the culture. I'm like, mm-hmm. so the, there's essentially nothing. Like, I'm getting this right. Like, there's one, you know, like Martini is like when I when I look at Martini, I'm like, that's 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 the OG. Like, that is. Like, yeah, sure, there's a couple guys, but there's not, there's just not the culture in it. Cause I'm like, I'm from Hornby Island, right? I'm from Vancouver, Island, as you guys know. But um, I look and I look around, I'm asking everyone, like, let me get this straight. Like, there's what, 5 million people here in BC? There's 2 million in the lower mainland, and we still don't have any of this stuff? Yeah. Like, obviously, there's some issues there. So then, it's, so then my brain goes to, okay, let's break this down. Why is there this white space still here? Is it something we're doing it? Has the market just not realized it yet? Like, there are fans yeah. here. We talk about it with basketball all the time. Like, yeah. why are the Grizzlies not here? Like, you know, like, yeah. why there's white space in there as well? Yeah. We have white space for the sports And people love it here, hosting. too. They come, artists come Amazing. to this city. They love this city. Amazing. You know, actors come here. They love this city. You know, Amazing. how many times have you seen someone like The Rock posting, oh, my favorite city. I'm yeah. in, back in Vancouver. Yeah, or I'm doing the grow grind or whatever right whatever it is people mm-hmm. love it here and they spend a lot of time here um i think you can find those things though if you really search like you can okay. find those little like i said like the kids are all right you know like they're really <laughs> they're really trying and yeah. if you re- if you do some digging you can find the people doing these types of things you just don't have that recognition from the people with money putting yep. putting their funds into it and you know it's interesting because like you said yeah urban culture is so marketable now and they're oh using my gosh, it's pop culture it exactly and and everything it's in adidas commercials yeah. in you know bud light they're throwing house parties in vancouver specifically for bud light headlined by hip-hop artists for fans of hip-hop music yeah. to promote a beer like who the fuck drinks bud light anymore i'm telling you probably <laughs> sure. at least 40 people that went to that house party definitely did yeah after that yeah. you know i 100%. recognize that now as a as a brand that supports mm. Uh, hip-hop and supports the arts in this city so yeah i'm definitely fucking with them for sure um i think it just takes more sort of like woke people and you know younger people are getting into these positions you know head of marketing and it's like the old the old guys are you know retiring through here yeah yeah so the people the people that are you know spearheading these you know campaigns and these movements are 
are the younger younger generation. generations yeah, yeah. yeah for sure Under so they're more they're more yeah. woke yeah. yeah yeah totally no i feel you for sure like but i think in my mind i haven't identified at least like who is our since we're using the example of hot 97 who's our ebro like who's gonna be our paul yeah. rosenberg like mm-hmm. who's gonna be like our charlemagne and these are just like very generic mm-hmm. well, not generic they're you know types of figures but i'm just saying like totally. i'm not seeing them emerge and like yeah. again Whose fault is that? Is that their fault? Is that the market's fault? Or like, but at the same time, as much as we can talk about, oh, this is missing, is this is missing, or this has come and gone, like the market is the market is the market. Like, but the one point that gives me hope is like you just said right there is, well, brands like Bacardi, Bud Light, they come here, they understand the money is here, mm-hmm. right? So why are our cultural figures not rising to the top? If that does that make any sense, mm-hmm. right? Then so I see, I do lack of platforms, I suppose. You know, it's like if you want to do something in the city, you have to build it from the ground up. There's no, hey, you know, when I think of you know who's the Ebros and who's the Charlemagnes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of like someone like Flip Out. You know what I mean? Or totally. somebody that's like. Somebody that's got a really great personality. Shout someone that's got out, a yep. someone that's got a mind full of facts and, and culture and, and history. A, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and and that is has seen this, but w- like you know, flip out's a DJ on Virgin Radio, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. Someone give that guy the fucking mic. You know, that's couldn't what be, I'm saying. Couldn't agree more. And like right now, and well, you know who gave him the mic? Red Bull. Right. Red Bull gave him the mic. Yeah. yeah and like, so, shout, so, shout yeah. out to Red Bull. That's the thing. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's yeah. the thing. So yeah. if there's a platform, you can find these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Red Bull has a platform. They, mm-hmm. you know, bring on someone like Flip Out and well, I'm yeah. sure that's very successful for and both t- of them. And take, and take him around the world. Right. Yeah. Like they're not building a platform yeah, here. True. Right. Like it's, there's a, there's bring a our boy home. Yeah, come on. Bring them home. <laughs> Hashtag bring flip out home. Let's get that trending. You I might mean, have to edit this out. I might be gassing them too much. Nah, 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 <laughs> not at all. I, hopefully we'll, we'll have a uh, flip out on in the near future here. And you know what? Point in case, like this podcast, like we looked around and we're like, that was one of the questions we asked ourselves. Like, hey, where do people go? Where, like we're looking around and like the self-hired crew team is like so deeply embedded in urban music, digital culture within the city. And and I'm just, you know, having these conversations and I'm like, none of these, like none, I've never heard of any of these people. And like all of these people go so deep, like mm-hmm. incredibly, incredibly deep. We had Jamie Cuzon, who's like, again, Riverdale producer, yep. like Seth K, Mercules, yep. T-Loke, all these guys. Yep. And like major, major, major artists that come through and record with them. And it's like, wait, 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 this person is in Vancouver? Yeah. And that, that dialogue happens so much like, whoa, that's in Vancouver? Yeah. Crazy. But let's think about it like just simply on a macro scale, on a fundamental fundamental first principles thinking, we have the infrastructure, we have the business, we also have the population. This entire culture is just swept to the side. Yeah. So my question to you is, as a promoter, do you find that as an issue when you try to bring talent to the city? Or are they just like, no, we can sell tickets? Um, it depends. I think Vancouver has a really interesting taste, you know, like popular music, popular hip hop does well. Yeah. You know, something that's maybe really artistic and super cool, um, but not so mainstream. Mm, so a few less tickets. A, can you give me an example of that? Oh, like what can I give you an example of? So um, like artistic, Majid Jordan. For instance, mm-hmm. I guess is that a good example? Uh, I don't know. He's no, but G. Jordan sh- sold the fuck out the first day they'd ever did a show here. Yeah, but they're fucking awesome though. Yeah, they're so fucking awesome. Yeah, um, <laughs> but they are artistic and a little bit alternate. Yeah. But that sound is in. I don't know. Like for example, the you know the local scene. 
Sure. Let's just let's just bring that up. There's some sure. really there's some really amazing artists in this local scene. Talk that talk. If they do a show tomorrow, they'll have you know maybe thirty people paying at the door, maybe another twenty asking for guest list. Another you fifty know, asking for guest list, but yeah, yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. These people aren't willing to pay to support something from their own city, but they really want to see a Drake come out of this city. Entitled. You know, entitled. Um, yeah. but they'll pay ninety dollars to see fucking YG. Bro, you know what I mean, bro? Or three hundred dollars to see J and B. Whatever. And not yeah. even see J and B, just see a projector of J and B. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. So, for instance, that mm-hmm. you know, Vancouver wants wants to know what they're gonna get there. You know, for their money, and they want to know that if they're gonna go out, they're gonna hear. Mm-hmm. You know, all their favorite hits and this and that um, versus going out and saying, yo, I like one song from Seth K. Yeah. You know, and side. I'm going to go. Shit. Sorry, side. So, sorry, side. Yeah. 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 My bad. My we're, bad. We're helping the rebrand. Dope new single, though. Uh, Stay free, by the way, side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great artist. Been around for a minute. You know, has fa- has a fan base. I want to see that fan base come out to his shows oh, and pay man. without blinking and support that artist. That and I want the same moment. people that are complaining about we don't have a Drake and we don't have a this and that in our city. I want to see those people actively coming out to support 100%. those types of artists. 100%. Um, so yeah, like I, I suppose in that respect, you know, as a promoter, I think there's a, there's a, a lack of venues in this city. Mm. Um, we have to think about the young people too, as much as people don't don't right. like to think about the under 19s under you know 19s, yeah. a lot of the music industry is embedded into the club scene mm-hmm. so a lot of a lot of shows are in the club so the two the nightclub scene and the music scene get intermingled mm. unnecessarily right which leaves out a whole demographic totally yeah. yeah and it also you know combines a bunch of people that you know half those people aren't supporting the music scene they're supporting right. the club scene right right, right you know right, right, right. so there's not there. We don't have spaces like they do in other cities. Mm-hmm. You know, Toronto. They're doing um, album release parties in churches. <laughs> so cool. How cool is that? So cool. Yeah. Here we're doing album release parties at Fortune. Fortune yeah. Yeah. No disrespect to Fortune. I love it. It's been the cultural hub for this city mm-hmm. from the la- for the last nine years, and God bless them for doing that because yeah. otherwise it, we'd have nothing. Nothing. Yeah. 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 But we don't have these. You know assets for these artists to utilize Mm. therefore people aren't taking them seriously and they shouldn't do you think there's a lack of trust from a consumer standpoint like i can't trust for for me to come onto a show and this this music to be good music yeah i might might like one song or two songs but that's not enough for me to pay a 20 dollar ticket or whatever you know what i'm saying do you think there's a lot of disconnect there from a consumer maybe not a lack of trust but just like a full-on haterism (laughs) disease like you yes. know what I mean? Thank I you. don't know. Pick five artists that you're you like, like my, from this You're city. like my political correctness translator. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking, I like it. Yeah. I know. You, you I would, be calm and I'll say I what, what's distrust. on our minds. I wouldn't say I just say they're full of shit and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like for real. I think, I think if you want to consider yourself part of this music scene, yeah. especially and a supporter of this music scene, pick not even five artists, pick two artists and actively support that person. Yeah. Follow their Spotify playlist, retweet them every time they do something, show up at their shows and pay for a ticket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that together will build us up to having a Drake and an OVO in our city and something that you can be proud of being a part of. You know what I mean? And take ownership of, yeah. Fully. No, I know. Who do you think, you know what, just to that point, 
I know people in the city that will that will host events and their network will be, you know, large and all their friends will come out because mm-hmm. they're hosting the event or, you know, even if they don't even know the artist, like, oh yeah, they'll, they'll come out or whatever and they'll yeah. be like, hey, yo, um, Griffin, uh, yo, uh, you see me at the door? Like, you got me, I'm guest list, right? Yeah. Like, you got me? You yeah. got me? And then Griffin will come up who's hosting the event and say, see this right here? This is a 20, all right? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put this right here in the in, in the box yeah. and you can come in okay yeah and then it's like oh yeah bro, bro, bro. Like, no don't worry about it and they'll pull out their wad and be like yeah here you go no problem right yeah but it's just that sense of like oh i want to be guest list i yeah. want to be vip yeah i want to be oh yeah where the f- vancouver has a vip from? disease where do we get that from um how does that happen i don't know if you give like a child a small amount of candy they just want more <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. You give one person VIP and you tell them they're on VIP guest list, that yeah. motherfucker is not paying for a ticket ever, ever. again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a firm believer in A, supporting your friends. Yeah. If your friends are doing something and they're actively trying to do something, support your motherfucking friends. Word. And two, I'm a big fan of trades because I'm in the promoter business. I'm not, And I can't say I'm going to be going out and paying for shows here and this and that and whatever, right? Um, because I would be so hypocritical to, to tell everybody, yo, pay for shows. However, I can trade something. You're yeah. going to ask me to come to my shows. I'm going to ask you to go to your shows. And that's how I support. You're going to provide value. You're going right. to create an economy. A hundred percent. So I don't want to say that like, you know, I'm out here paying for all these shows and this and that, but I am supporting my friends and I am supporting the people that I think deserve it. I'm reposting their stuff. I'm doing it in other ways. So, you know, support comes from, yeah, paying at the door most definitely, but there is other ways too. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you've got nothing to offer, you pay your 15 bucks, bro. Yeah. 100%. No. And you, and you're not coming through to take photos. You're not coming through to, you know, whatever yeah you're not coming to social media story or whatever you're just coming through to get lit and you know grab a a few drink tickets pay your 15 bucks at the door totally yeah and like even if you do that's what i really like is like when guys come through like for instance i was at emotions open mic last night last night yeah for the three year or whatever and like seeing guys that i know from like the self-hired crew or whatever and just guys that i know through floetic or whatever like guys that like really can get in free like it's just like yeah. hey what's up and it's just like and they'll throw in the and donation throw box. and they're like whatever yeah like fuck, that's like where did that go like i don't know I, it, a lot of the time uh, maybe i'll have this conversation off the podcast and i'm like you know i feel like an outsider because i'm like you know i come from a small community where it's like it's just you're just it's in your blood like you you yeah you, you, you don't just, ask for things you, for free yeah exactly yeah. it's like you no no no. you understand the work that was put in right like whether that i mean from my perspective it's like a farmer's market type yeah. thing where it's like no you like you, you drove past that person's strawberry patch every day and now yeah. you're not gonna go ask for you know a free batch of strawberries because you've seen that you person out there working, working constantly yeah. and yeah. that's maybe there's some parallels you can draw there from you see this person on social media or you see this person i mean back in the day you could see this person out handing out flyers you're gonna go and try to you know ask to get in free yeah and a, a lot of that i think maybe is for instance we do this podcast there's a lot of work that goes into this mm-hmm. right so like when people ask to come on it's like you know it's not yes it's it's we want to support you but it's not you know come and treat it with respect like there was work put into yeah, this it's right? not one-sided exactly right yeah. come and come and give value don't yeah. just take value right there's 100 percent and I, I, don't, I don't ever want to have anybody in here that's just here for their Instagram story. You know what I'm saying? Or just here to promote this. Or just like, are you promoting anything right now? Like, are, like, are you like, do you have, do you have a uh, an album coming out? No. Yeah. Like, no. Like, I, yeah. You know what I'm are you are you asking me no. or well, is it, no. okay? Okay. Because <laughs> I do. Because I do. Actually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not an album. Yeah. But. <laughs> we'll get to that later. But the sole purpose of your being here is you 
uh, having a conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like adding adding something to the general narrative and the greater narrative. Totally. Right? And that's why, like that's why you're fucking here. Yeah. So like we'll get all the time we'll get DMs from like so and so girl that has a hundred K on Instagram and then I'm like, Okay, hey, cool, like what do you what do you do? And they're like, well, like I, you know, I work out and I'm really big on uh, nutrition, but I, I, I just like I have an Instagram and that's it. And then I'll get the same guy that's a guy that's just like, so what do you do? And they're like, oh man, I just like I, I bodybuild and I just post. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, what do you want to talk about? And they're like, macros, <laughs> carbs, <laughs> ketogenic diet. And I'm like, yeah. I'd be interested. A little I'm bit. like, yeah, cool for sure. But like, it's not the direction that we want to necessarily go in and it's not to say that you don't have value but it's just like man i just want to seek and be a magnet to substance right and if you have substance i'm with you and that goes for the same thing like for instance uh the joe bun podcast right uh awesome podcast who came through there i want to say it was chance came through there okay and just kicked it he didn't have a project or whatever right like yeah. it wasn't like oh he's doing his promo run he's doing something like, for the culture he's just out here just yeah. having a general conversation so we can elevate like, yeah that's so beautiful that is so cool. and that's that's the whole thing again just revert back to the farmer's market you know model is you would go there just to be there mm -hmm. you would go there just to have a presence and, and make it look like it was full and if you had to throw in five dollars here for an organic fucking coffee you would mm -hmm. because that's that's your duty and it's not like anyone's even telling you it's your dirty duty it's just like no no, no i take ownership over everything that's happening here right i also feel like there's a gr grand narrative and I, I don't have the credentials to even speak on this but my thought as an outsider almost that I mean, i've been in the city for two years now is we have a if something goes wrong in the city or an event doesn't fill up or, you know, so-and-so cancels their dates here because they can sell or whatever it may be, we'll just turn around and go, oh, yeah, that's Vancouver. Right. That's Vancouver for you. Mm -hmm. Bitch, you are Vancouver. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the Take ownership? ownership for your city. Take your fucking ownership. Totally. Right? Like, where's totally. the, I'm from Vancouver? Yeah. Yeah. Does it exist? I don't know if it I exists. I mean, people are proud to be from here when something's happening. <laughs> but when it's not. Right. So, yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what you're saying. Like, the Olympics were eight years ago. Like, that's the last time I was really hearing anybody be like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have the uh, I don't have the credentials to talk about it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go just, to your fact checking first. I, yeah, yeah. Someone <laughs> someone's uh, hitting my DMs right now. Like, bro, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, <laughs> and I don't. Sorry, you're still listening. Um, anyways, I'm I want to. So yeah, we can we can talk culture all day. I want to get a little bit more into what you have done and how you. We touched on a little bit how you got to the freelance if you will position that you're in now where again you kind of have that freedom to again bring in all your passions whether that's writing or or music or interviewing or whatever it may be that's like that's a position a lot of people want to be in yeah and very few people yeah like, that's amazing forget that a lot like so many people fall I don't want to say victim, but kind of victim to like, yeah, I need a paycheck, mm -hmm. you know, like, how did, of course. You, how it's did a, you, it's an expensive city to live in. Yeah. How did you dodge that? Um, so yeah, as I mentioned, I was at the Alexander for right. two years yeah, and we did, the story. Yeah, we did you this, you know, epic two and a half years and I met some amazing people and I worked underneath, you know, some even more amazing people. Um, 
oddly enough, that was my third job in a row that got closed down. The establishment got closed down. Ah, you're a wrecking ball. Yeah. Is it me? <laughs> she <laughs> Why says does everything a, crumble underneath She me? says it with a smirk. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but uh, it was devastating. Yeah. You know, I I loved that place. I had freedom of, con- of creative control at that place. I was a manager. I loved... Badass. my job badass um but i think again the universe has a funny way of telling you like you could be here forever and not not elevate if you stayed here mm. so i could have been comfortable doing that for you know well into my 40s and 50s and just been a you know general manager at a nightclub and with gray hair and just kept on going um but yeah because it did close down i was you know, I needed money and I wasn't going to go back to hairdressing. And mm-hmm. that's my only trade, you know, on paper. That's your only skill? If you yeah, will. no, quote not unquote. Not, you know what like, I'm saying? When you apply for a job, you have to like list what you do well and why you do well at that. So, like, right. I'm really good at, you know, graphic design because I went to this school for X amount of years. I don't have that type of education. I yeah. learned everything I know from the internet aside from hairstylist, Fuck yeah. being a hairstylist. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really difficult to go and try to, f- you know, say to somebody who doesn't know you on the internet, hey, like, can I be an A&R for Universal? I, l- I love that you're transparent about that. Um, sorry. Yeah, it's that, all good. That was my, <laughs> 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 that was my prior engagements. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I didn't want to go back to hairstylist, to being a hairstylist. And, I live in Vancouver. I live on my own. I live in Gastown. I've got an expensive apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I like to get my hair done and my nails done. I've got <laughs> expenses, woo-woo. Like, I need to yeah, make yeah. money. Yeah, come on now. Yeah. So, I just improvised. I'm, you know, I took the job that I had at Alexander and I just said, okay, like, what what have you done here? You're a manager. You work the front door. So, I'm operations. Um, run the Instagram and, you know, all the social media. Mm-hmm. So, that's digital marketing. Um, you know, I, I did, there wasn't anything I didn't do there. I bar managed, I, you know, did set up ticketing. I cleaned the floors if they needed to be cleaned. So I, so I didn't want to go, I didn't want to go back, um, mm-hmm. to what I had done before. So I just made it work. See, that's, um, that's what I love. Like just about your spirit that I'm just getting now is like, you're fearless about that fact. Like I, you, you remind me a little bit of Russ. Oh, okay. And just in the sense of like. A lot of people hate Russ. DIY? No. He, DIY. Yeah. I, Absolutely. I, I, like, don't, I can't say I can particularly enjoy a wide range of his music. However, very smart individual. The methodology behind yep. it, though. like He's always like mix master engineer, mix producer, whatever, right? Yep. And he's like, you know, I do it all. And then I remember some interview where he was just like, you know, how did you how did you become so good at all this? And he's like, you know, that he's like, that's the funny part. Like, I just learned all this shit off the internet and I don't actually know how to do any of this. Right. And I was like, and I, I see this similar thing right here with you. Like, listen, I just was deployed and found myself in these situations, picked things up as I went. If I need to Google shit or YouTube this shit or whatever yeah. it may be, I just went ahead and did it, found it out however I could. No uh, formal education. I can't write it on my resume. Can I do the physical work? Absolutely, yes. Can I execute on a high level? Absolutely, yes. But the only reason I know how to do this is because I just went head first into it. I was like, all right, here are all the pieces. Let me put them together somehow. Yeah. Right. And find a way somehow. That's audacity, though. And that's like blind confidence. Yeah. Uh, w- w- how right. did, you wh- know, where I do you, how? I just start with <laughs> the people that know me. You right. know, so okay. like you, like we've known each other for 45 minutes. Sure, an hour. You know, yeah. 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 So 
you you know you can tell that i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get what i want yeah you know you're gonna um, say what you want yeah. yeah and i think the relationships that i've built over you know the last 10 or 12 years that i've been in this city um people and i connect on that level you know i connect with people who are the same as me totally. so people people understand that about me um, so I went straight to those people. <laughs> you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you had Let me work for you. Yeah. Let, here's what I can do for you. Yeah. You know, I was hungry about that. And I didn't, I got sick of, you know, cold emailing. Yeah, fuck And that. trying to convince people who didn't know me that I was worthy of working for their establishment with absolutely no education on paper. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that 100%. I just went to the people that knew me. And mm-hmm. I'm continuing to do that. And uh, that works for me. Do you... I, I know that I know the answer to this question, but I want to ask it anyways. Do you do you accredit any of that to luck? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think the people that I've that I've met, um, who've inspired me and who've provided me opportunities, those are lucky interactions. That that truly is luck. You right. know, that's serendipitous or fate or Jesus or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Whatever yep. you call it, the universe. Sure. Um, okay. Sure. 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 I get it. I understand. And I, I say that all the time because I'm similar to you in a lot of regards where I'm like, listen, you know, I just was put in this position. I got this this connection and then this person led to this. And I look at, back at it all. I'm like, wow, man, that is just one lucky fucking turn of events that yeah. just happened out of nowhere. But and as much as I will say that outwardly, part of me is like, ah, oh, well, I also did put on all the groundwork to yeah. be in that position and have the audacity yeah. to say that. Right. So like as I much as I agree, you know, I, I could have quit the music industry like when i said it was in that dip yeah i could have quit down there and i'm glad i didn't because i may be a bit of a you know old timer in the industry Mm -hmm. at this point um but i'm excited how old are you you? i'm in my 30s i'm turning 34 next week um okay jesus okay yeah yeah. sure uh shout out my skincare routine no i'm just kidding sure um yeah, but I could have I could have given up down there. Yeah, you know, with all of the people that were disgruntled and weren't excited about the industry, yeah. and all of the the people in the previous generation who didn't Threw in want the towel to help. And yeah, yeah. Um, I could have given up, and I know a lot of people who did at that point mm-hmm. who just said, "Fuck it, this industry isn't for me, and mm-hmm. I don't and I don't want to be here anymore." But mm-hmm. I stayed, and I kept I kept going, and I met a lot of people who, um deserve to take the torch to the next level you know what i mean and i made connections with those people and i connected those people and yeah i'm i'm looking forward to what's going to happen in this music industry i'm finally in you know eight years later nine years later excited for what's going to happen in vancouver music Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you think was that excuse the phrase but was that god-given that ability to persevere one sure perseverance is like a kind of like a fluff term yeah you know i'm saying like it's more of an intangible skill set right like do you accredit your intangible skill set to parenting environment just talent handed down through your genes what did that like most people are not like you Mm. how that happen that's a nice compliment um well, speaking on luck, I was born in a really small town in Ontario. Okay. Um, my father's a musician, has worked the same job for the last 30-something years. Um, when my parents separated, my mom said, I'm going to move to BC. And she looked at my brother and I and said, do you want to come? <laughs> and I thought, no. How old were you? 
I was 11. Wow. And I thought, no, like, I don't want to leave. Like, what kind of choice is that for an 11 year old? So out of luck, I made the choice to move to BC. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that was a that was a turning point in, you know, in my life, obviously, because I was no longer in that small town that, you know, there's very little opportunity, you know, creatively and whatever. I get it. Yeah. Um, So in coming out here, I think, you know, what was the question again? I was just thinking, how did you get that intangible skill set? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, so my father was a musician. My my family forced me to be a musician. Okay. What did you play early on? Sing, play, dance? Uh, I, I first started the trumpet. Like, don't laugh, but like, I, it was the last, I, I stalled. Word. I was like, I don't want to be in band. <laughs> so I stalled and yeah. stalled and stalled until it was like, you can play the trumpet yeah. well, like no that's all that's the left trumpet, so you can have it exactly <laughs> so i played the trumpet for a few years and then um i picked up the guitar because my de- my father plays the guitar and there sings and a lot of people in my family are musicians as well and amazing well, yeah amazing talents um i sucked what? i was not good at it what but i was i enjoyed music i was like i know this is a part this is a part of me so with you know being out in bc where there's more opportunity it's it's more creative it's you know the just the whole energy you know, I'm not talking Toronto. I'm talking like yeah. north of Toronto. Okay. Um, in a very small town. So, um, yeah, I think life, you know, weird things that happen to you that are like crossroads or turning points in your life have have given me, uh, sort of, I guess, the strength maybe to persevere. Sure. You know, sure. moving when I was 11, it was sixth grade. Mm-hmm. You know, I was an awkward teenager. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was. You know, I was being forced to be a musician. I wasn't good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's tough for a teenager. So I had to figure out like what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, almost at almost immediately and like kind of rebel against what everyone else wanted me to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. So turning points like like that. Yeah, make you know it, what I make mean. It into, yeah, I get yeah. It. I and get from it. there, you know, when I I was I was in BC and then and moving to Vancouver, I made the choice to become a hairstylist and go to school as a hairstylist, and mm-hmm. I did that for many years. And I and then, you know, another turning point like you've put all of this work into one thing you should be so proud of yourself like look at how far you've come and you're like fuck it and you don't want to do this anymore (laughs) so like yeah Yeah. so i think for me just like i'm conscious of my growth every Mm. every crossroad that i face sort of you know whatever it is every 10 years in life Mm -hmm. you know and i'm sure i'll continue to face these like like you go left or you go right and your life changes in either direction. Yeah. Um, I think in being conscious of that, that's sort of given me, you know, perseverance. The power, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In that way. And per- perhaps it's a personality trait as well. Um, for sure. Well, obviously it's a multitude of things for sure. And yeah. there's no code or formula or equation or yeah. however the fuck you want to And my parents it. are super supportive of me as well. Mm. Um, regardless of what I do, I could be a farmer and they'd be like, well, that's really great. Like, yeah. are you paying your rent? <laughs> cool. Like there's yeah. no, yeah. you know, aside yeah. from, you know, the, this, this short period of time where everyone thought I should be a musician <laughs> yeah. and try to force me into that. Um, they're totally cool. Like my dad's, you know, sharing my articles on Facebook and showing his friends and That's awesome. You know, my mom my mom's just she's just a gem. Like she just doesn't it doesn't matter what I do. Like yeah. I could I could do anything and she would just be proud of me. So right. I think in that too, like a lot of people face the you know the battle within them as to what they should do. Mm-hmm. But then they also face 
the outside world, their family, the you know, their friends, Social, whatever. Social, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's a huge factor in you know How they which wanna... direction you want to go. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. for me, they just were like, "Go for it, right? Do you know if you're paying your rent and and you're healthy and you're happy and you know we we're cool with whatever you so do." So the, the the decision was completely internal, basically. Which saying you essentially maybe not you, but your family was so supportive in a way that you could just be like, you know what, they're cool. I'm pretty confident in myself, so when I just completely just put a blinder there and just say, okay, what do I want to do? You can make that decision from yourself is kind of what you're saying. Yeah. Word. That's yeah. super cool. So there's no distraction as to, you know, or anxiety as to, am I going to, Please you know, this person or fail and look? disappoint people or whatever. Right, yeah. Right, like right, I just, right. I just had to worry about setting goals and achieving them, which is, you know, a con- it's a constant battle. And when that's all that you're focused on, that's it's easier. It makes it a hell of a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for totally. sure. That's really cool. So you said when you made that transition from hair, from hairdressing and hairstyling, that was, you were like, hmm, I can't see myself growing old and, you know, getting gray hairs and still being in here and doing that. And you also said to, to contradict that a little bit, uh, you said, well, I can't necessarily see myself, you know, maybe every seven years, every 10 years, the, my life trajectory will change. And that's cool. Maybe I go left, maybe I go right. So you're obviously in a great position right now. Can you see yourself being 40 in the same position or in a similar position? Um, an elevated position. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I definitely want to be a business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I found, I found something that I enjoy doing, but I, I, I can't stay doing the same thing day to day. Right. I have to see, I have to see a progression. Growth you progression. Know? Yeah. If I was digging Challenge. a hole every day and that hole never got deeper, I, I can't fucking do yeah, that fuck for a that. paycheck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta go to China, like or whatever it is. Is that what you used to say when you were <laughs> yeah. kids? We're digging a hole in China. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I gotta know that there's like you know something deeper then, that I'm working for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm a stoner. Like I get lazy sometimes too. <laughs> you yeah. know, I get sometimes you gotta smoke yeah, a blunt. Yeah, yeah, I get it. For sure. Yeah, but sometimes I get complacent in what I'm doing and I'm comfortable and I'm like I said, like when I was when I was at that nightclub, I could have done that forever. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was throwing shows and I was doing things for the city and I was, it was fun. But um, you know, the the universe snaps me out of that stuff and yeah. reminds me that like no, like you you need to like keep elevating yourself and to keep elevating your skills and challenging. Mm-hmm you know yourself your entire life yeah, yeah the entirety of your being and totally. what you think your consciousness is i totally. get it no for sure so then hold up pause what what business do you want to own i don't know do you have any ideas you're a business oh, guy there's lots of those oh, there's a million <laughs> i mean if you want to make money there's, there's a couple of places you should go right now yeah. but um where would your passions lead you let's say money let's let's do the old hypothetical money doesn't exist what business are you owning um at this point, or creating or yeah, buying. At this point, I'm I'm in the realm of digital marketing, mm-hmm. blog writing, writing, photography, um, sort of an all encompassing kind of creative suite, if you will. Beautiful. You know, I want to be able to you know have clients that come to me and say, you know, for instance, uh, like I have a blog and nobody's running it and nobody knows how to do it yeah. and nobody nobody uses our Twitter What's and we SEO? just post. How do we do it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like. You know, I don't, like I said, like I learn everything I know off the internet. So I'm, I'm learning Adobe Suite mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm doing that so people can come to me and say, oh, you can do graphics and you can also write it no and problem. you can also do photos Done. and you can also run our socials. Yeah. 
you know, I, I think that for me is kind of, I want to work remotely as well, right? Like I want to go dream. on vacation a few, few times a year. So yeah. that for me right now is kind of what I'm, is what I'm focused on. Um, and like I said, like I'm, I've started by going to people who know me and saying like, you want me yeah. in this position with your company. Trust me. Yeah. And it's worked out. You know, I've got a few, I've got a few clients who trust me and who are, you know, happy with the work that I do. And, Mm. um, it's making me money and I like doing it. I can work wherever, like I can do it right here if I want to. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, right now, right now that's, um, that's sort of the focus. Um, but yeah, like anything to do with music, you know, um, I always thought I wanted to do like artist management and that's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Artist management and, um, tour management Mm. because I think it would be really fun to be on the road. You could whoop some heads too. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Someone recently told me that I'd be really, a really good producer as well. Not like beat beats producer, Mm -hmm. but like film television commercial Mm -hmm. type Mm -hmm. producer. Um, cause they said, you know, I think that it was, they said it in a nice way that was bossy and like, I get shit done. So yeah. I, I was like, I was like, you're a boss bitch. Is, 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 yeah, that's what sure. Yeah. I, potato, potato. It's like, you know, <laughs> I, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. Um, I like that people recognize that skill in me. Yeah. Right. Because I think, I think, you know, if you give me a list of tasks, like I can, I can help execute that, that with the yeah. team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, artist management, um, tour management, that yeah. type of stuff too. But cool. that really comes with connecting with an artist. You know what I mean? You really yeah. have to like have somebody who's like, okay, you're the one for me. Mm-hmm. And you can get this shit done. So potentially, yeah, in the future, like I hope that someone trusts me enough to to run their show. That's so cute. It's like a relationship. Yeah, yeah, it is. I just want to be your one. Yeah, let me be your one. No, it's true. Yeah. And I and I and I see females out here sort of starting in the way that I've started and taking the same paths, and they're doing really super cool shit totally. just like that totally. with artists. And they have one artist, and they're you know they're taking care of that one artist while mm-hmm. running their you know, creative companies or whatever. Okay, so say you have a digital agency, say you have a creative company on the side, what's it called? Oh, man. That's so weird that you said that. It. No, I, I've been racking my brain. Okay. I've literally been racking my brain. I don't oh. know. Like, I am I have, like, an Instagram account. Yeah. I'm building a website. I don't have the name. I want something to be something cute, like cupcake or, like, ice cream. Right, or like, right, 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 right. I don't know, like, something cute like that because yeah, I'm, yeah. like... I'm often like always in black and you know, I'm a little mm-hmm. honest, like mm-hmm, as we've, mm-hmm. as we've chatted as we've about. discovered. Yeah. Yes. So I I'd like it to be something like a little contrast to my personality, but like a little girly as well. So I don't know. I like if you have it. any ideas. Tweet, well, we'll tweet think about it. I'll tweet it to you for sure. That's hilarious. So what's your, uh, what's your role at Exclaim? What are you doing over there? I'm a freelance writer. Okay. Yeah. So okay. the beginning of the year, I set a goal. I wanted to see my name in, a, in print. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I wanted to like, you know, after leaving Hip Hop Canada, I was with Hip Hop Canada for years, six, seven years or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, Through a good period, too, by the way. Yeah. They did well. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. As a they, fan. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I think I really held it down for the West Coast as well. I put on I put on some, you know, great photographers. I put out some great comment co- content. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and I mentored a few people. Yeah. Um, this I is, felt really good about a lot of stuff that I did there until it it just became stagnant. Totally, it wasn't a proper representation of Vancouver. Yeah, it became sort of you know everybody wants to be on there, so it was a job, mm-hmm. and I wasn't getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. you know every single rapper is in, is entitled to be on this website, so you have to do it single handedly. Yeah, 
Um, and I wasn't about that. So, I got really sick of putting on everybody instead of the people that I liked. <laughs> yeah. You and know? Yeah, you, you, could, you can curate a certain way to what you felt was represented. Like, what, what represented Vancouver appropriately Properly, for, yeah. for the time, right? And total ignorance on my part, but who else was writing for the West Coast? Um, there was a few writers at Hip Hop Canada, for sure. Um, okay. at, during that time. Okay, all right. Yeah, all most right. definitely. And all some right. have gone on to do their own thing and they're they're doing well mm-hmm. um yeah and Damn, so okay. shout out My shout bad. out those people and yeah, yeah, shout yeah. out the photographers and shout out mm-hmm. everybody that contributed in the time that i was there because mm-hmm. you know there's nothing going you know there's nothing going on there right now yeah. let's just say that on yeah. the west coast yeah. you know they're doing their thing where wherever they're based which is in you know central canada yeah um but as far as the west coast they're not they're not pushing Prevalent. out the content yep, that here. we used yep. to push out. Totally. Um, and that's not a surprise. That's not an outlandish thing to say. It's just, yeah, it's just not but you there really, right now. When you're, working, when you're working for free, though, you really have to feel that work. Well, you also have to f- feel as if you have ownership and equity under what you're doing, right? Like Most you definitely. can't just be building someone else's castle for free, right? Like you want, a, exactly room, right. you want a room in that bitch, right? You're like exactly you, right. So yeah. that, I mean, I have no idea what that relationship was like or anything like that, but I've, I have understand those relationships from the past and have been in similar yeah. situations myself. Um, I get it. Um, but it's also hard to see, like just as a consumer, I'm a fan, right? I was, I was, I was, I am a fan of hip hop Canada. I, like that was really cool because it was so, and like to see you know, is Double XL still a big thing? I guess it is. I'd say Complex is probably yeah. But Complex yeah, is taking over. Yeah, yeah, sure. you know. yeah, so I, I remember back in the day it was it was Double XL for yeah, me. It was like for sure. that was amazing in terms of the content, but that wasn't like what was cooler than that was like this kid from Surrey that was actually like had the skill set of these other guys but yeah. was totally un- like that was so exclusive yeah that was like Louis Vuitton like that yeah. was like holy shit and no one cared <laughs> it was yeah, the funny yeah. part right but it was yeah. like this is amazing this is gold and uh and so I was a fan to that so it's a little it's it's kind of disappointing in a way to see I hope that they come back and have their presence felt and you know I just, what I there's they- other like I said just like just like that generation mm-hmm. of older you know artists and music industry you know, representatives or whatever you want to call them. Um, the new generation is coming up and they're thriving and they're better than, than we were. And so, so that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, you know thing. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just look out for the new, the, the, these fresh minds. And, um, I'm actually, uh, active editor of a publication called Crescendo One. So when I left okay. hip hop Canada, I saw the owner of Crescendo One creating this idea for a completely Vancouver based. Mm-hmm. And I thought, mm-hmm. why yes. am I working for a, so hard for a publication yeah that's, that's canada wide that makes me put every single fucking person and their dog on this website yeah instead of working for something that's properly curated and a proper representation of what totally of what vancouver music should and is totally at this point and there's like coverage is coverage and i think when you're in an early stage development um market as we are uh in, in terms of music and urban culture, uh, that's kind of debatable, but um, it doesn't necessarily matter where the content is coming from. So, like, on the macro scale, remember it was Source versus Double XL? Mm-hmm. Remember that whole thing where it was yeah. just like, oh, shit, you're reading this? Or, yeah. you know, like when M used to go back. There was that whole thing, and it was just like, that was at a point where it had just grown so much, and then all of a sudden you're in different camps. It's kind of a different situation. I feel like when we're in a situation like ourselves, like we find ourselves in currently, it's like, it's just really dope to see coverage. Mm-hmm. Like, for I'll draw a parallel with podcasts. It's like, I don't really 
care what your podcast is talking about or uh you know what your production's like i'm just like super pumped that you're doing it yeah i'm super pumped that like so side comes out with a new you know a single i'm just pumped to see icy and floetic and all these different yeah. djs like play it i'm like yeah. i don't give a f- who's playing it yeah. i just care that it's there and you know right? what shout out the djs that do their part as well oh 100 that play that play 100%. that music because those guys are ex- like important important pillars in I don't building think it, I, the scene. I don't think it happens without them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that that's true. I mean, it, it definitely, it definitely, it definitely helps elevate it mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I was having a conversation with somebody, um, and they said, you know, how they were they were talking about how popular uh, Mo Bamba is. You yeah. know that Shaq West song? Yeah. And how crazy everybody goes in the club. And somebody <laughs> had said, oh, one of the DJs said, oh, I was playing this song. When when nobody even knew what it was back in da 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 da, back and it cleared the dance ago. floor. They yeah. said, yeah, and it cleared the dance floor. Yeah. So why aren't you playing your boy's song? Yeah. Whether it clears the dance, you don't care. You obviously yeah. don't care about clearing a dance floor. Yeah. So why aren't you playing? Yeah. A Vancouver artist, regardless if it clears the dance floor or not, mm-hmm. every single night in the club yeah. until. So it's it fucking Mo Bamba levels. Yeah. You know what I mean? And every white boy in the club is going bananas over this motherfucking song. Hard. Do your part. Yeah. Right? So this 100%. is what somebody, this is actually someone else's opinion that I was like, yeah, you're fucking right. Yeah. Like that is, that is the truth, right? That, that so, is what it is. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, so I think yeah. the on, even the honesty between people, you know, in the hip hop industry and the honesty between, you know, artist management and DJs and artists and, and you know writers and promoters totally. and everything we gotta we gotta let each other know like you're important yeah yeah you what's, yourself what you're doing individually yeah. are important for yeah. this music scene yeah. that's now here's matters. what you can do yeah. to help us totally you know super cool and, and like have a symbiotic relationship like yeah no relationship needs to be one way yeah you know what i'm saying like i don't know i don't know it, it baffles me and like it's not it's not an easy, easily solved issue, and there's because there's so many different people involved, and like you can kind of throw one dimensional answers in it that like do work. Like, hey, fuckers, throw out your ego and just work together, like mm-hmm. creatively, just work together, and like, y- y- oh, you know, so and so put out an album, like fucking promote it. I know you like it. I know yeah. you're fucking with it. Just, just like throw it on your I'm Instagram. Starting to see it. I'm just, starting to see it more often though. Right? Yeah. I'm so starting like, to see it. That's one thing, but like it also takes. So say say um i don't know tory lanes come through and you know we have a promoter that's hosting it why don't we throw brevin on stage like let's put these same guys on the same level so yep. all of a sudden we have okay someone comes through rogers st john comes through rogers we have fifteen thousand people cool let's put side up there let's put t loke yep. up there let's yep. just let's get them on Absolutely. there like, let's just get them on there right so funny that you say that with breakout festival okay which is our second second festival um break that hold up hold up break that break that down break what is breakout festival for people that don't know um so it's a all hip-hop slash r&b um mm-hmm. music festival we, it's a biannual festival at oh. um, the Peony. Cool. So in the summertime, it's in the amphitheater outside, and in the wintertime, which we're doing on December fourteenth, it's inside the Coliseum. So two day festival in the summertime, one day festival in the wintertime, and the idea of it is to have an all hip hop festival. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these young people don't under nineteen. They don't have. There's getting more and more places that are eliminating that market and saying we're just going to do 19 plus shows or we're going to raise our rent so high so that you can't even put 
an all ages show in this room. Yeah. So they have less to do. They have le- they have less music experiences to enjoy than the rest of us. That's how culture But they're dies. actually the most supportive. Yeah. They're the ones that'll spend their babysitting money. Interesting. And they're the ones that will come out at fucking doors or at six. They come out at six. Yeah. You know what I mean? Interesting. Because they got no they got no pro- no place else to be. So yeah. these are spaces for them. So uh, yeah, it's these are these are for you know sixteen to twenty four year olds. These festivals. Mm-hmm. These aren't for the older generation. And I remember when we put out. We put out a, a press release before we announced the lineup in um, in the summertime, and we mm-hmm. said Vancouver's first all hip hop and R and B festival, and people were like, "Oh my god, we can't wait!" And then we dropped the lineup, which was headlined by Tory Lanez and Migos. Yeah, and people were like, "This isn't hip hop. Fuck this festival!" You know, like half the people were like, "This is amazing. We can't wait," and the other half were like, "Where's the real hip hop? This is mumble rap. Fuck this festival." Da da da. And we were like, "It's not." for you i'm super richard like you're you work (laughs) a nine to five you know what i mean you work a nine to five and you go home to your wife and eat you know and listen to bruno like yeah totally you eat dinner and you put your kids to bed so this isn't for you you know please it's all inclusive but please come yeah however if you don't enjoy the music it's clearly not for you yeah so shut your mouth yeah yeah no yeah yeah shout out to that guy but like honestly there's nothing wrong with not enjoying it but just like i don't go and like voice my fucking opinion on like oh the internet's a fucking wild place everyone got an opinion on the internet yes yes okay so who first off okay so who's on the lineup for breakout um so this december yes breakout is headlined by lil uzi vert Mm -hmm. playboy cardi um killy which is weird because of that show that at the alexander right this is this they haven't been playboy cardi and uzi haven't been here since they were at the alexander in 2015 together that's cool right so it's kind of cool because we did that show now we're doing the show again yeah um yeah and we have a really epic roster of vancouver artists Talk so about that. who's up uh illy miniachi okay who's a really great vancouver artist i don't know that name uh you should check name. him out okay cool like one of i wouldn't say this let, if let i didn't personally listen to every single song like he's he's got like a star quality about him what was that name again illy miniachi cool uh, I, listen i follow check up on out. shit all the time yeah um the other artist is a young artist called ac okay um ac that young n-word uh-huh um he's a he's like 17 i think in that realm and he's really like on god born in 2001 yeah can't even get into the club so i love that shit yeah sorry i fucking love that shit yeah and That's he's amazing. hype as fuck yeah. and he's hype as fuck and um yeah it's a different Sweet. sound it's a different sound for vancouver for sure so he's creating, he's creating his own, you know, and he's got Blame. an attitude and he's yeah. got a presence that you're like, whoa, like this is a yeah. youth, like, okay. Yeah. Um, At 17, I love that. The audacity, it's yeah. cool. No, it's yeah. great. He's got, cool. the audacity is the right word. Um, there's another girl called Rude Nala. Okay. Um, a young guy who's, if you're looking for females in the city to, to support, mm-hmm. she's very up and coming. I'm writing all these names down yeah. for sure. Yeah. And, um, the last one is Yerm sauce. His name is. Okay. We also have two DJs, mm-hmm. um, from Vancouver. One's name is softy Shen mm-hmm. and the other one is Raiden. Raiden. So the idea behind, you can find it at breakoutfest.com. Hello. Yeah. Write breakout, that down. Breakout-fest.com. Okay. No, sorry, breakout-festival.com. Oh, come on now. That'll, <laughs> that'll throw people off. There you go. Um, 
Yeah, so the idea behind Breakout Festival is to bring these big name artists to Vancouver for an all hip hop festival, but also give the Vancouver artists a platform yeah. to be seen and heard and yeah. to help elevate their fan bases. So. You know, so if you're coming for Uzi and you're 16 years old and you got nothing else to do on a Friday, you're showing up at six o'clock when doors are there, like I said, yeah. and you're staying all the way till 1 a.m. till Uzi leaves the stage, yeah. you're going to catch Urim Sauce, Nala. Yeah. You know, AC, yeah. uh, Illy Miniachi, you're going to catch them all. And yeah. you're going to, at least one of those artists is going to be in your playlist the yeah. next week. You're going to connect you with know? at least one of them. For 100%. Because sure. you spent that $20 or $50 or whatever it is 100%. of your babysitting money that you yeah. can work for. Right? Yeah. yeah, and we've seen it. We've seen it even from even from the last festival. So Illy was on the last festival. AC was on the last festival. And Nala came out and did a guest spot on someone else's set. She did one song on someone else's set. So we've seen these artists from the time of Breakout. Now, like, I'm not even joking. This is a real story. Okay. Outside of that Drake show, or when Drake came to Fortune, Fortune yeah. um, I was standing with Illy, and someone came up to him, a group of guys, and said, bro, are you Illy Miniachi? Like, yeah. how amazing is that to see coming from, an, coming from a generation where every one of your artists can walk past anybody and no one says a fucking damn thing? Unreal. You know what I mean? So There's cool. very few artists that I've seen that in public. Brebner is another one of those artists. Mm -hmm. He walks out in public and people are like, bro, are you Brebner? You know, or hey, Brebner, cool. Yeah, like yeah. cool video you just put out or whatever. Yeah. So it's cool to see that. And it's cool yeah. to see something that I had a hand in helping. And grow. Yeah. yeah. Helping helping that occur. Yeah, you know? that, that's unreal. That's totally unreal. So a lot of these people will identify. So like yourself you know, music family, tried to pick it up, didn't necessarily go so well, didn't like it, didn't have the passion, didn't have the skill, whatever it may be. And then a lot of people will go kind of the other direction where, you know, are not, cannot become these artists. And for me, it's kind of like a close second where like, yeah, you're not, you can't be that person, but you can still be heavily involved in the development of that person. And that's maybe just as good because yeah. giving fucking feels great. Yeah. Right. Like that's a lot of people don't think about that a lot of time. So, yeah. but I want to transition back a little bit because you talked about Exclaim and that, you said that was a goal for yourself, right? Yeah. And I think it's a goal for a lot of people. Yeah. Now, how does one go about creating, you know, that position for themselves where they can be a published writer? Is that a long road? How does that happen? Does it start with blogs? How does that, yeah. how do you I get mean, there? I, ha I had an archive of material. Right. So... You know, I wasn't just a contributor or a blog writer. I was the West Coast editor of Hip Hop Canada. Yeah, you laid the groundwork. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, when they rolled over to a new site, all of the previous content was wiped off the site. I'm not sure if it's back on, which included a lot of my content. Did you um, have it? Separately, yeah. okay. Yeah, so I took all the pieces Holy that I that shit. I wanted Thank and I God. made my own website, which is a virtual resume. Yeah. Beautiful. You know, yeah. so um, luckily I took that mm -hmm. and I just, you know, what was it? January 1st came and I, you know, you do your New Year's. These are my goals and this and that. that, that. Well, you're like, you're, 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 you're doing a quick glance at the ceiling right yeah. there. But like, it is real. Like big eye roll. But yeah, yeah no, yeah. it is real. Like yeah. if you like, if you're setting a goal and you smash those goals, like, yo, be proud of yourself, yeah, bro. Like yeah. as corny as it sounds. Yeah. Um, so yeah, December, or January 1st came around and I said, you know, one of my goals after this whole thing is to get onto a publication that is recognized, that is still Canada-wide, 
and where my name, you know, where my dad in the small town in Ontario can pick up this magazine and go, yo, that's my kid. That's pretty cool. That's her name. That's my last name right there. Mm. Um, so I just reached out and I just said, like, I want to do this. Yeah. And here's what I've done in the past. Fucking cool. And they said, cool, like, send us what your top five hip hop albums this year were. And I was like, okay. Um, oh, what were they? I don't even remember what they were oh, at that on. time. Early this year. Yeah. Um, I definitely remember there was an 88 Glam album on there. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. When did they, when did they ask you that? They asked me early. Well, I applied early in the year, right? Okay, so, so it was like, like just January, like, February, March or something around oh, that time. Oh, shit. What even came out? Okay. All right. That is a hard question. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. I definitely, I do remember that 88 Glam album okay. was on there though, for some reason. I don't know why. It's okay. probably so, yeah. maybe like you know drake or i don't know i can't remember yeah, yeah, yeah okay um and then and they did ask me about canadian albums as well and i put illy miniachi i put manila gray um shout out manila gray shout out azelle just on the podcast yeah yeah, yeah very yeah. cool they have a fucking cool sound yeah no i'm a big fan i'm a huge fan shout yeah. out to you guys thanks for coming on yeah absolutely and yeah. shout out a million organic views and plays because that That's cannot unreal. be finessed it can be finessed but that whole movement cannot be we talked finessed. about it we talked about it on the podcast yeah. i said listen you you didn't just create a bunch of views on youtube you created a tribe like there's yeah. a lot i got a lot of messages like what Absolutely. you have them on the podcast i'm like i don't even know you guys even knew about base. this these people like i'm at the barber shop and i was like yo man you met us out i'm like oh, yeah, wow, yeah he was it was he's a really down earth guy highly intelligent yeah. person like i understand yeah. why they're fucking successful totally. <laughs> right and something like now you can see being in the music industry for that amount of time and seeing like some someone like that or someone's someone's yeah. like them <laughs> yeah. you know going doing so much in a short period of time you're like yo I, that is a sound i'm proud of to say is so from my cool. city so and cool. i can't say that i've been able to say that for the entire time i worked in music yeah i can finally start to say people like manila gray people mm -hmm. like solo key people like illy oh, yeah. people like shout out, shout you know out, what i mean yes, these are people yes, i'm yes. proud to say they're they're representing vancouver music now mm -hmm. and they're you know crafting what I mean? the sound too which is like absolutely it's amazing and i love to see it i love so that's really cool to see the sound start to develop. And then now we get to see what these smaller artists, the spinoffs of that. And like, cause totally. it's like, the it's people like, being influenced by them. And you know, even the collaborations between them, like Manila Gray and Solo Key, if yeah. this was five, 10 years ago or whatever, yeah. they would have, like I said, been on this side and been on this side and yeah. competing. But yeah. these two, these two entities, you know, are on Instagram collabing and you're like, when the fuck is that track dropping? Totally. Cause like, totally. I can't even wait, you know? Yeah. And you're creating like, a fan base that's now like, oh shit, Manila Gray is working with Solo Key. Yo, I'm gonna check out some Solo Key. Yeah. Or yo, Solo Key is working with Manila Gray. I'm gonna check out some Manila like, Gray. Like yo, I'm I'm gonna be bumping Manila Gray all week or whatever yeah, it is, two right? Dope, so dope artists for sure. Yeah. So like, mm -hmm. I'm I can say, I can say now at this point, I'm finally proud to say like the music that's coming out of this city properly represents us. Mm -hmm. How do we keep it going? Um, support. Mm -hmm. Uh, pay your $15 ticket. Pay your $15 ticket. Work together. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And just like anybody with money that's listening, just just recognize us. Reach out. Yeah. There's just come through. We want, we, want a we want the levels. You know what I mean? We want to differentiate the fake million views from the real million views. Yes. You know what I mean? You yes. can see two numbers on YouTube, but you know which one's truth. You know what I mean? You do. You do. Yeah. 
I could probably show you right now a, a fake million views coming yeah. out of Vancouver, mm. and you would say that's that, that's, that's bogus. bought views. That's bogus. That's bought views. Mm -hmm. And I want I want the city to start being woke to that. Totally. To start recognizing, and I want the people that are covering our city to scrap that shit and and put on the people that deserve it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I want yeah, like I want to see you know when outside publications and writers from other cities and ARs and you know people who do conferences here and you know whatever whatever i want to see those people doing their fucking research yes and really grabbing the people that are doing Quality. the things to, yeah to push quality. the scene in the quality. right way yeah instead yeah. of looking over them you know truth always wins and quality always wins like it doesn't matter what position you're in or what position you're trying to get to or if you're trying to get a major if you're trying to get the attention of an a and r or whatever it is you're at the end of the day and i know we get shit pop music culture artists but like at the end of the day longevity and true careers come from quality content like yeah. fucking master your craft yeah right like that's why totally. like i'm not even um again we actually wanted i hate to relate everything back to podcasts but just the space that we're at right now it's just yeah. like we wanted this to not go well for like 20 30 episodes so i could not yeah, be so i could not yeah. be terrible right now we were lucky picked things picked up and i wasn't as bad as we thought we were gonna be and things worked out okay but it's like in the back of my mind i'm like fuck like let's not promote this like let's yeah. let's keep this low-key just for a bit let's just like let me just let's take our lumps yeah it's the same thing in like finance like for instance or when you're growing up in in life and you're learning to deal with money it's like if you fuck up and lose all your money when you're 17 big deal yeah right like you can still you, you can still bounce back and i'm proud to own that so like I don't need, to, we don't need, like, we don't buy anything. We don't buy any views. Like, all of our shit's organic. Like, yeah. the, when we dropped our first podcast, it was like, we'd get, I don't know, 200 views on YouTube or something like that. And I swear to God, I got 150 fucking messages. I yeah. swear to God. Yeah. And it was just like, wow, this is insane, right? But yeah. I, we're owning that point. So we don't need to go out and buy that that recognition or whatever. Because yeah. it's just like, man, this is like, the process is beautiful. Like I yeah. hate to, you know, that's like I'd a rough thing too. I'd rather flex 100 organic views on my Instagram saying, show yo, shout out everyone that watched than 10,000 yes. fake views. Hell yes. I don't want to see, yes. I don't want to see anybody paying attention to these artists that are buying views and then promoting yo shout out everyone who like Just supported me and yeah shout out that stop one that. bot stop that, that really did my that for my me. goal in the city for for what i want to see is right. that to be white noise that nobody's paying attention yeah. to that yeah you know because mm -hmm. you know why you're taking away from the people who are really fucking doing something amazing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're mm -hmm. taking away from the people who deserve it whether they have 100 views or not mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so own your and that's the other thing too is that i think a lot of Vancouver artists don't even believe in themselves, so they have to buy views. They don't believe in themselves. They have to buy their views because they don't they don't believe in their fan base. I get it. And that's sad. And we don't want you representing us. You know what I mean? We don't need that. Yeah. You're you're actually free smoke. Yeah. You're act, you're actually actively helping like push against the good that we're trying to do here. Yeah. You know? And you're taking away from people that are like creating amazing things because you're insecure in yourself whatever insecure it is in your, your, yeah your i don't craft that's not for me to judge but sure, it, it, it's yeah it, it's not uh, yeah, necessary that's what i'm gonna call it's not, it so yeah it's not yeah. necessary to name names or even pay attention mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. not necessary for outside um publications to be covering this it's not necessary for people to be talking about it or posting about it because it's not real right 
you know, when yeah. you could be supporting what's real. Yeah. You know? So you're you're pretty excited about the outlook of culture here in Vancouver. You're absolutely. excited about where things are going. Yeah, absolutely. I think I just want I just want our moment. I just want like that, you know, it's Atlanta's coming. having their moment. Toronto yeah. had their it's moment. Coming. You know, like yeah. I don't know when it's gonna come. I just I'm lucky just to sit down and talk with a lot of amazing people that are really entrenched in it and they're all like they're all just kind of sitting here. They're like, yeah, yeah, because we yeah. can feel like it's. I yeah. don't know, but we're on to something. I don't know yeah. what we're on to, but we're on to something, and that's like super yeah. cool. And I think it starts with stuff like, you know, emotions open mic. It sounds. It starts with stuff like you know breakout. It starts with stuff that like just you know the guys that are coming through fortune. It starts with you know just the grassroots stuff that comes from the bottom up. I love that. Can you talk to me a little bit about um, Slow Jam Sundays and, and what you're doing there? Or yeah. What, what, is, what is that? Um, Slow Jam Sundays is a pretty amazing organization. So okay. Breakout is for the young people. Right. And Slow Jam Sundays is for the mature. For you grown folks out yeah, there. Yeah, for you grown-ass men and women. Yeah, um, trying to get your freak If on. you like throwback R&B Two, 2000s like, 90s yeah 90s 2000s hello yeah video dance parties good vibes you oh, know I like grown it. up people no you know it's just grown up debauchery not <laughs> not any you know childish behavior yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that 2000s um, r&b yeah yeah, yeah. shut up they, yeah kevin hahn from uh so far that's his top 10 right there's oh, yeah. is nelly so uh, you know oh, okay. whatever yeah <laughs> yeah definitely they definitely be bumping some nelly yeah. um flip is one of the djs for slow jam sundays badass um moving back to the topic of Flupo and uh, Marlon J English and P Love. So cool. those are the, those are the three DJs for slow jam Sundays. They also have uh, Aaron Dudley and Ariel Swan who are part of slow jam Sundays. They're not, they're not DJs, but they're, you know, active yeah. members yeah. of the yeah. team. Yeah. And uh, it's just a really great team and it's a really great vibe. And that is a true testament to people friends supporting their friends events and just growing the fuck out of it yeah, yeah you know and it's dope music yeah like they just started yeah. out throwing parties and people came and they paid their their money and they didn't ask for guest list and now they're selling out commodore wow with fucking djs wow like i wish the hip-hop scene could get to this point yeah you know what i mean there's yeah. a there is a there's something there there's a blueprint there there's a you know there's something yeah. there's yeah. something special about that in the way that that they're just a vancouver you know event and they're local djs and they don't have to throw any fancy poster or yeah. they don't put ads on their fucking events and that's crazy is on a commodore what bro i'm i it still blows me away uh, how many how, how many people in there like can you fit in there uh, at least 1100 but they can push it to like 13 what? i don't know maybe 13 that's crazy but 1100 tickets can you how, imagine how often can you imagine 1100 year old friends coming out right I now for your event i really can't that's no. crazy or i can't even imagine that for a local rapper goddamn totally. like for most of them but shit totally. uh, 11 like wow sorry that's 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 something i mean I, yeah. I i know a lot of local musicians that's like their goal where it's just like i just oh, want to yeah. get to the commodore and it's just like who's selling out the commodore sunreal you know Sunreal. that's a, that's a vancouver yeah. artist that's selling out the commodore good point you know what i mean yeah. and he's like look at how far he's had to work and, and come oh he's on now for sure yeah it just shows that it's possible totally, you know what i mean totally it's possible totally. to get yourself to that level with I don't know. Honestly, yeah. I wasn't with Slow Jams from the very beginning, but they just have a special product and something that people enjoy and they provide a good time every single time. Mm -hmm. So people come out. When like, did the start? Oh, fuck. 
It's it gay. must have been seven years ago. Seven years, yo, yeah. License to be wrong. You're on a podcast. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't fact check me. <laughs> yeah. Don't fact check sure, me. For sure. Seven years ago? So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, um, so quite a few years. How often does it go down? Once a month. It's every long weekend. Badass. Yeah. Super, So super it's cool. on a Sunday. Yeah. But, you know, next day is usually a stat, stat holiday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, the next one's at uh, for New Year's at the Commodore. Well, you know what? It's also a little bit like, you know, that the audience that you're catering to there is a little bit more mature and obviously yeah maybe doesn't we don't have those barriers to break down yeah in terms of like yeah it's okay i can spend twenty dollars or whatever yeah. right yeah totally totally is there anything else you're involved in that i'm missing like i know i creeped your twitter profile but like what is there anything else oh, i'm my missing Twitter's here? so rude um, oh i fucking loved it by the way <laughs> yo so my like so rude. i'm like on so like you know facebook you might get a rant every once in a while keep it fairly professional yeah. instagram is pretty well curated yeah twitter whoo, like know. anybody can get it i know anybody can get that smoke I, know. I feel like no i feel like not too many people i know in real life follow me on twitter exactly. so i'm just like i just have exactly. you know like someone steps on your shoe on the bus and you're like oh i'm gonna go off. oh yeah here we go here we go you know what i mean my mother? Oh, yeah, I, got, yeah, I got 140 characters or sorry yeah. 280 now god damn yeah. you're about to get a paragraph and you know what's so funny is i always say like i'm my one of my goals is to just go viral off a tweet. Yes. I just like want yes. something to be so funny that it's I'm posted on World Star. I'm liking all your yeah, shit. Yeah, please retweet, retweet please support. Everything. Yeah. Um, you don't give a I've shit. A you don't give a single shit. Yeah. I fucking love it. So, but you know what's funny is I posted a video from that that Drake that night when Drake was at Fortune, okay, yeah. and that is my highest liked and retweeted tweet. So. <sighs> allegedly i don't have as big of a sense of humor as i thought i did on on twitter but there's still time fuck. thanks because i see like I, I feel like your tone when you write a tweet is the same as my tone when i write a tweet so yeah. i just get it and understand it and i'm like yeah yeah like i'm either like yeah i feel what you're saying or i'm like yeah fuck that guy whatever it is yeah. like, it's just like it's like yeah. fun it's like the voice in your way. head with the, the shit that you don't want to say it's the shit that pops you, up like yeah. right away and you're like da 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 and you're like yeah. oh man I would never say it to his face but hold up yeah. let me just tweet this let real quick. Let me just tweet this real Which quick. is what makes the internet a fucking harsh harsh place. It's but true. I like it. I'm not it's gonna true. lie. So Let's use it for good though you know and not, and not to hurt people's oh, feelings. Oh no for sure. Like that's like that's a whole other conversation where it's like I think so like with guys it's like you know oh bro fuck you you did this or da 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 like you're oh you couldn't even do this and we like make fun of each other and yeah. it's like but it's all good at the end of the day right it's yeah. like yeah whatever like you're make fun you're making fun of him because he he screwed up with Mary last week and you know couldn't couldn't get her to his house or whatever I don't whatever it may be but it's yeah. like there's an understanding that it's just like you know in a way we're almost like making each other better because it's like if I say something that's just like terribly whack and like just out of context like i know those guys are gonna call me on it like yeah with my siblings like i have four sisters and one brother and like oh, if shit. i say something like yo they're they're on me yeah. like they're on me like four sisters yo yeah oh my sisters are the best they'll like and they're all older than me i'm the youngest yeah. of the group um and they'll be like oh they'll 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 rip me a new one and my brother would just kind of look there and be like yeah you know you're an idiot right anyways but there's just like this this understanding of like if we can actually i don't want to say bully each other because that's not the right word at all but it's just like constantly yeah, a have a way. have a fun and have a little bit of a yeah. thick skin and go back like we eliminate a lot of the bullshit that just comes from us right like yeah. every idea i have is not good and that's a, that's something that i i'm sure that you've experienced uh, you know internally within your teams like for instance, I might have a creative direction with something we're doing digitally with self-hired and like I need Kev to be like, Jess, it's not 
it's not a good look. It's a trash idea. That's yeah, that's yeah. trash. Yeah. And I also need you just as much to be like, yo, that's fire. Let's yeah. let's let's go on that, right? Yeah. You have to you have to value those friends because you know that when they say something's fire, it's really fire because they told you the last six ideas were trash. Like Yeah. You know, like yeah. I really enjoy having those honest <sighs> people around me. And I think like it may not oh, i may not come across it but i am sensitive so like if someone's like that idea is trash i'm like oh okay and then like <laughs> you know on the inside i'm like mm, sad emoji oh, yeah. but on you know like truly in the long run you're like yo like these are the people you really need to surround yourself totally. with rather than you know gassers or or yes men or whatever it is right yeah, so i yeah. think you know especially when you're trying to elevate yourself and creatively you need a few or just in fucking life decisions like it, yeah. it doesn't even have to be creatively like for instance you know maybe i'm trying to go to whistler for a spa day mm -hmm. with my girlfriend and a bunch of her friends uh this is an example of real life actually <laughs> um and it's a fucking great example scandinavian so literally literally so what the <laughs> yo so all right all truthful on this one so we're um we uh there's like a 10 or 12 and then you, it's like 65 bucks or something like that and so we're like hitting up all these people and then we had like 20 people say yes and we're like fuck yeah let's go let's bring a bunch of uh, a bunch of vans or like we'll just get a bunch of cars and we'll go do it and then like everybody bailed like oh sorry i can't make it oh it's too yeah, much yeah. Oh, okay, da, da, da. and then we go down like five people and we're yeah. like what the heck and i was just like sitting there talking to my girlfriend tracy and i was like i was pissed i was so mad because i was just like that's so vancouver Mm. that's such a vancouver thing to do it's just be like you know Freaky. go out there and be like yeah yeah this is super cool but then when it comes time to actually do it or go to a show or mm -hmm. you know like buy a ticket or read an article or retweet something it's just like oh yeah whatever yeah right i hated that and then and then one of my buddies was like hey yo bro like i actually really do want to go but to be honest with you um like if i'm gonna go with my girl like i just kind of want that to be a one-on-one -on -one thing so like we'll, we'll probably go like later in the year but we're gonna like pass up on this one and i was just like yo chris thank you for fucking saying that like yeah. nobody has those conversations it's always just some bullshit excuse like oh it's too much or like yeah. oh i can't make the time work or something like that like it, i hate hates a strong word <laughs> i hate those fucking conversations where you can tell right away as soon as someone's giving you bullshit yeah instantly mm -hmm. like especially a person like you you can be like oh oh what's what's that oh you don't have the cash oh i thought i saw you at earl's uh, whatever um, yeah yeah you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. i got a pretty good bullshit detector exactly and right. i don't know you say it too but yeah you so know, i you gotta let people bullshit if they want to be a bullshitter that's good advice right there. Yeah. That's good advice right there. I'm learning that's not that. You. That's not a reflection of you. Don't worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's just like, you know, when someone comes back with an honest answer. Yeah. That's, that's what you use. That's what you use to get better. Like For constantly. Sure. Like in, in, especially with artists, like, you know, being in the studio with certain artists and like, and they'll be like, hey, what'd you think of this? And I'm like, honestly, those that six bars it, right in the middle, scrap i'm like I, yeah. I just don't think that fits with anything else you're doing like yeah. you should think about rethinking that like the rest is good like i'm really mm -hmm. fucking with the rest of it but these six bars right here just like they're trash yeah right did you have anybody do that with you in terms of your writing did you ever have someone like that that was just like hey i know you're a writer but this wasn't good um i've had editors and like you know people who looked over my work and you know politely edited Everything. you know things <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and i'm really conscious of that because i'm really like i'm really i guess sort of like attached 
to the things that I write. Yeah. So it's like if someone's going to edit it, then I'm going over it. Like, okay, so they didn't like that. So they didn't, you know, that was the wrong way to say that. So I'm really, I, I internalize it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I do things differently the next time. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely, I definitely learn a lot from making mistakes. Totally. I'm a huge like, okay, make a mistake, like try it over again and do, you know what I mean? Yeah, next yeah. round is different. Mm-hmm. Um, I certainly do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I certainly have, for sure. That's badass. No, I love it. I love it. And I love it. Like, okay, here we go. So I think with men, with my experience, I hate to generalize, but I'm about to do it. Like, our ego just takes a huge hit and we get offensive. We get defensive, excuse me. Yeah. And we're just like, oh my God, this person's attacking me. And then mm-hmm. with women, it's more like, well, you get a little emotional, right? Like, you yeah. really like take that inside and then it hurts your soul. And it's just like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah. please, like, no, no, stop, don't, don't. Don't. Yeah, I think it's a personality thing too, right? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm definitely the type of person that's like, you know, I'm I'm conscious of how I affect people. I'm conscious of, you know, I don't know, just like myself, I guess. And I want, I want to listen to your opinion of me. You know what I mean? Yes, whether it's yes, shit yes, or yes. whether it's great or whatever. Like, I want to know mm-hmm. these. I want to know these things so I can like, like I said, take Get it better. in and then, and then next time just like switch it up a little bit or whatever. Totally. So. For me, yeah, like it, you know, things get a little bit sensitive and sometimes they get defensive and, yeah, you know, but that's yeah. stuff that I like, I try not to, you know, get too tied up in that stuff. I try not to get too tied up in being emotional or too tied up in being defensive. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think we, we can all, we can all do it. I can do a better job of it. We can all do a better job of it. Right. Totally. Just sort of taking things for face value. Unless you're a dickhead. If you're a dickhead, then fuck <laughs> off. Like, <laughs> because <laughs> yes. i don't need to hear that hey, shit i only want constructive motherfucking criticism yeah haters go that way yeah go that way um that's awesome listen i we, i was trying to keep this podcast to like an hour under yeah, and we are way we past do? that i think okay, we're like yeah. an hour and a half like coming up two hours so okay, perfect. but that's kind of what happens when uh when conversation happens i had a list of shit i wanted to ask you and i'm gonna be honest i don't think i got to a single one but you know what I'm I'm not worried about it because that was an awesome conversation. Uh-huh. You're uh, definitely a definitely an individual. I'm gonna bug you uh, on Twitter. I'm gonna bug you on Twitter. Oh shit! I'm gonna bug you on Twitter <laughs> for sure. Okay, I only cool, have thanks. like a hundred followers, so you know what's the damage That's done? Cool. And I don't think a single That's one cool, of my uh, real friends are even on that platform. Yeah, no, so. you just keep trekking away, right? Like we said, a hundred real followers is better than ten thousand fake ones. I don't even care. I don't. Yeah. Like, not a single part of me cares. Yeah. Like, <laughs> name another podcast host that'll be like, yeah, I have a hundred people on social media. Like, yeah. you're like fuck off. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> where can we? Uh, where can we find you? Please plug your stuff. Well, what, what's coming up again? I know December fourteenth is coming up. Yeah, uh, breakout festival. Please, on the 14th. where can we find you? What are you up to? Where Where can we direct people? for you um i guess instagram and yes, twitter yes both at yes. Cast kills with a k yeah um yeah breakout-festival.com yeah december 14th after party at fortune and then we have a guest host to be announced um okay. just crescendo one follow our playlist mm-hmm. we got tons of we've got the best out west playlist which is all vancouver artists Sweet. which we're really really trying to pop that off so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. support your local hip-hop mm-hmm. artist mm-hmm. um yeah crescendo1.com and spotify uh best out west what else i don't know Whatever. lots of stuff dm me writing dm you yeah, yeah. cool exclaim yeah when i do exclaim I'll, I'll 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 have a byline on exclaim with my government name which i'm not going to share just because i don't want my it's all good identity stolen hello yeah yeah 
<laughs> we already, I think we already said it at the beginning. Yeah, but, but I, I mispronounced yeah. it, so don't worry about it. Um, anyways, yeah, <laughs> have fun no. trying to spell that shit. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and try, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Um, be be wary on Twitter though. Be wary, you might get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't clap back. Just, oh, you don't I'll clap just, back? No, no, no. I'll just. No, I don't. People don't beef me on Twitter. Oh, bro. Fuck Surprising. It. Oh, you saw it now. I, inv- I, I, I invited it. I invited it. I invited it. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna pick my points, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wait here. I'm gonna get a nice entry and make sure yeah. I got my points. Of my I'm gonna I'm gonna go six replies down like the line it. and make sure that you're you're on point. I like it. <laughs> Anyways, I appreciate Thanks. the time. We'll make sure to check out your stuff, and uh, and we'll definitely talk about some uh, some dope other influential iconic vancouver women to get on the podcast too so i appreciate your time i know everyone listening did and uh we'll catch you next time cool thanks Thanks, guys that's a wrap